you ever wondered what makes you, you? I'm Kent Powers, co-director and the co-writer of Disney and Pixar's new film, Soul. But I am also your host for this exclusive Spotify podcast, Soul Stories. I'm going to be sitting down with the movie's cast, creators, and consultants, discussing the moments that inspired them to follow their passions, the mentors who changed their lives, and the importance of music in their journeys. Join me and the rest of the Soul team only on Spotify. everyone i'm alexa and i'm taylor and we are uncorked and unfiltered and we would like to remind you guys to please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening to us and also hit that five star and leave us a review if you feel compelled to do so and okay so this is officially our last episode of 2020 which is so crazy because we i feel like the year hasn't gone by in fast, but now looking at how long we've been doing the podcast, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we've been doing this every week for, since April. Literally. It's still, I still think it's like March, to be honest. I'm like, Christmas just happened? No, it didn't. Yeah. I loved all those memes recently where they were like, why are people saying it's Christmas? It's still March. Like it's still St. Patrick's Day. Literally. Summer, I, I don't even remember summer at all. There wasn't a summer. Yeah. Blacked it out, but not in a good way. <laughs> Right. Not in the fun way. (laughs) Um, But since this is kind of, you know, the last week of the year, we thought we would do something different this episode and kind of do a whole like recap of 2020, talk about maybe the craziest scandals, the biggest celebrity breakups, uh, some highlights that have happened throughout the year. Uh, So yeah, sit back and enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can start off with January of 2020. Right. Um, and we're going to start off with our own recap. Right. Right. And work everything, <laughs> the murder hornets and everything into it. But January 2020 was a good year, like a good month for us. We went to Paris for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally a few days. Like I don't recommend going to Paris for a long no. weekend. Maybe go to Florida. But we did right. it. <laughs> right. I don't think we slept at all. No. No. Um, but it was so freaking fun. So fun. And yeah i mean february was super mellow nothing had hit america yet and we all were like guys coronavirus isn't gonna hit america like let's be real like don't worry about it we're gonna be fine little yeah no literally in february just having a conversation with a friend and february was when people were making it like their captions where it was just Mm -hmm. like such a far memory it was almost just like a joke which is kind of sad that people joked about it but yeah that's how like ignorant we were of the coronavirus um so yeah yeah, that was february and And then then march yeah march we were in miami so again living the fucking life in miami yeah and i'm pretty sure the day we flew home from miami is the day the country shut down no exaggeration doomsday was when we landed and it was just we were coming back from miami so into the cold New Jersey in March. Mm-hmm. So that was sad. And then to know mm-hmm. that this was all was happening, like definitely a very weird plane ride coming back. We felt like we were like flying back into like the apocalypse. Literally. I, I did not want to come home at all. I was like, no way am I leaving? Because down there, when we were there, it, it was like Corona wasn't even a thing. Yeah. At all. At all. Like some clubs were closed but they were like the really big ones. Were they close for Corona or were they close to something else? I think it was close, close for Corona. 
I think maybe, or maybe they were like limited and we had to take yeah. reservations or something and we just didn't do but that. But we didn't but even really want to go there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was nothing like what we have. No, I didn't see any masks. Oh God, no. At toilet all. paper everywhere. I was everywhere. like, I called my mom, do you guys need toilet paper? I can bring some home. Like there's not a problem down here. It was crazy. Yeah. And then everything went to shit. Yeah. And then Q April, which was Taylor's birthday. But yep. um, I mean, speaking for her, but I feel like her birthday was pretty cool because we just drank and hung out on her porch. Yeah, no, I had a very good Corona birthday. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure we bought our trip or tickets to Italy around that time too. Yeah, we, I know we've talked about this on our pod before, but we love to travel. So when we mm. were looking at uh, flights randomly, we saw for like the following March 2021 that tickets to Rome were like 280 round trip and like a good airline. So <sighs> we booked it because we were like, there's no way this is going to last that long. No. LOL. Doesn't LOL. look like we're going. Um, but we tried our best. And um, as we always say, win some, lose most. I guess we also started our podcast in April too, which is big. Yeah. We're going to have to a plan lot a little of, birthday for I it. I know. Yeah. Like 2020 was crazy, but definitely a lot of things to be grateful for mm-hmm. and to like look on the bright side. Yeah. And yeah, April was when Uncorked and Unfiltered was born, originally known as Quarantini Time. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yep. Wow. We, like, after a while, we were like, we can't call it this anymore because we're not really in quarantine anymore, even though it's a pandemic still. So we switched it. But yeah, I think this title is much more sustainable. Than- I agree. Yeah. yeah. But quarantine time started talking about Tiger King Ugh. and really just the pandemic. Yeah. Tiger King feels like years ago. Years. It feels like something I watched in college. <laughs> Actually, though yeah crazy um but yeah so then that was that and we just kept going and then it cue murder hornets i guess the black Mm -hmm. lives matter protests that really Mm -hmm. i feel like was the bulk of the summer and yeah you know really took over the news and took over a lot of people's lives in many Mm -hmm. different ways um like we've said summer was a blur we kept saying in the fall it'll be better jk it's not better not better emmys happened and the emmys just creek creek sweeped which is the only good thing about fall right in my opinion and um there's really nothing else good to say so we're just gonna flash forward to present (laughs) present day today (laughs) like christmas thanksgiving and christmas happened which for me was just great with my family like yeah it was just you know nice I mean, that's the one thing, like, with this year that I I hope maybe some people – I know some people who live far from their family can't relate to this, but I'm grateful enough to live close to my family. And, I mean, just spending, like, so much downtime with them is something that I look back for and I'm, like, grateful for. Yeah. But – so I guess, you know, just trying to think of positive things that happened this year. Yeah, I think if 2020 taught us anything, it's that, like, we need other humans. Mm -hmm. You know, we need – friends we need family we need people around us we need physical contact and stuff like you know we haven't had that in so long it's just like how much longer can we go i know i know but then yeah 
We're here. A vaccine is available for healthcare workers and government officials. And I think very shortly will be available for the public. So fingers crossed we're reaching some sort of an end or some sort of a huge breakthrough where we're going to start seeing, you know, a huge decline in cases instead of a huge increase. Yeah. I just hope this shit stays in 2020. (laughs) I know. I get nervous when people are like, fuck 2020, so ready for 2021. I'm like, well, let's not give like unrealistic expectations because like, you know, the beginning of 2021 is going to be rocky, but let's not then act like the whole year is going to suck. Like, let's just, let's take it one month at a time. (laughs) That's the only thing we honestly can do. This year has taught us nothing. It's like, let's go month by month. Literally. Possibly week by week, day by day. Hour by hour. I don't know. (laughs) Wine glass by wine glass. Oof, we could be here for a very long time. Yes, we could. Are you looking for a last minute stocking stuffer? Well, we have the perfect product for you. Introducing Zelm Labs. If you're looking for CBD products, look no further than Zelm Labs. They have CBD oils, CBD muscle cream, CBD skincare products, and so much more. CBD helps calm anxiety, stress, and helps aid with sleeplessness, which I think we could all use right now. Zelm Labs is premium CBD with this double certification. They are COA certified, which shows exactly the ingredients and the amount of each ingredient in the product. And they're also GMP certified, which shows that the products were in a clean, sanitary, and FDA approved facility. We love that. Zelm Labs has a wide array of products from soft gels, gummies, and even CBD for your dog. With our code UNCORKED, you guys can get 20% off. So I think you should probably use it and buy some last-minute gifts. Check it out. Let us know your thoughts. So yeah, that was our super unrehearsed summary of 2020, which I think also is perfect for 2020. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we're missing a lot of shit. We fucked up some stuff. But that's just 2020. Exactly. That's 2020. So Um, you're welcome, everyone. (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed that. (laughs) I know it's Emmy winning. Um, But okay. Now on to the fun stuff. So Taylor and I thought it would be fun to maybe go over a few categories of 2020 and talk about our personal highlights of each category. Mm -hmm. So to start it off, um, we have Biggest Scandal of 2020. T, you want to go first? So yeah, for me, um, the biggest scandal was probably Stassi getting fired from Vanderpump Rules Mm -hmm. and her podcast and everything just like dropping her. Yeah, Um, that makes sense because you were such a crazy good big fan of hers. Right. Totally wasn't expecting it. And yeah, so she kind of shit the bed on that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Mine is actually similar to that. I thought one of the biggest scandals was Ellen being canceled. I just mm. thought it was like the end of an era of like untouchables mm-hmm. because I right. really thought Ellen was like an untouchable. I just thought she was seen as the kind, always be kind lady was, you know, I mean, she's given so much to like her listeners and charity and stuff. And then it goes to show like no one is safe from, yeah. you know, that yeah. type of thing. So I thought that was pretty wild. I feel like that was one of the most unexpected ones, you Same. know, like you never look at Ellen and are like, she's a bitch in real life. It's like, no, you think she's like the nicest lady. I know. Same. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was crazy. And then Taylor and I had a bonus one that we had to include. 
Right. <laughs> because of course. we just can't. And that would be um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving, you know, kind of the royal family per se and moving to America. <laughs> I still don't understand it, to be completely honest. Um, she married a prince. Why would she not want to be a princess? But That's the whole point, Megan. Literally. Literally. But you do you, girlfriend. Right. I, I, I mean, we could, we could talk about this for hours. Like, maybe this was Prince Harry's plan all along because he wanted to dip, so he found someone who didn't care. I mean, True. we could go on and on. But You're so right. <laughs> Don't have all day. Yeah. Still shook because that yeah. just – I mean, that's never really happened before with the royal family, and we're such avid followers. So Right. We love the crown. That season of the crown is going to be fucking lit. Lit. Sign me up. Wait. okay so next category we have saddest celeb breakup and for me personally i mean there was like when i because i had to like look up to like refresh myself on Mm -hmm. the breakups and i was like wow there were so many breakups oh my god so many but for me i think the one that just maybe like struck a chord with me was Casey Musgraves and her husband, Rustin Kelly. And it was less about like their marriage and knowing their relationship because they weren't super public per se, like in like the public eye, you didn't see them out a lot. You didn't see a lot of interviews with them, but why I guess it was like, I don't know. It like hit me differently was I'm a huge fan of her music and her album golden hour, which won the Grammy for best album of the year. I mean, is completely dedicated to him and their love story. And like her lyrics, I mean, I don't want to found girl right now, but she's amazing. And her lyrics are just amazing. And so (laughs) to hear that, like that love was gone, it still hurts when I listen to the song sometimes. Cause I'm like, you felt like this though. Like what happened? Right. So yeah, that one, I was just like, oof. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like celebrities put on such a front sometimes and you're just like, but you were so happy five minutes ago. How did this happen? And it's yeah. like, you, you just never it's, really know. It's hard to remind yourself. Like, we don't really know them. Like, yeah. they could be showing us something because they're purposely showing it to us, right. not because it's true. Right. What's yours? Mine was Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Very Cavallari. And I can honestly say I thought they were. Because that wasn't just seeing them in, like, out in public or, like, pictures or whatever that was a reality show and like a lot of it was filmed in their house and you would see the two of them interacting so I just was like yeah this is kind of crazy that they're getting divorced they seemed so happy on last season like and I get it I guess you're right we only saw a blip of the whole year like you see little tidbits of it but I don't know they just they seemed happy in all those shows and they were on vacation together and then they came back and they were getting divorced i was like okay hold on a second what happened yeah it was very strange yeah that whole thing and then that girl with like the bracelet right wasn't there like Mm -hmm. that whole Mm -hmm. that was weird and now she's dating somebody else apparently she's dating a comedian i can't remember his name so he's not very famous but yeah interesting isn't it though it is All right, on to the next. So this category we thought would be fun. It's craziest scandal to follow. And for that, that's just kind of, obviously we talked about a lot of celeb drama on the podcast this year. Mm -hmm. So just for us personally, what was the funnest story to kind of follow and give updates to? Okay, T, you go first. Okay, well, 
no surprise here, mine was the call her daddy drama. I feel like I got so sucked into it. And I think a lot of it too, just what sucked me in so quickly was because we were just starting our podcast. Yeah. So like we were just dipping our toes into this whole podcast world kind of thing. And to see these two very famous people in the podcast sphere and I guess technically now they're just famous everywhere going through such a dramatic like breakup with like all this shit happening and like video tell-alls and YouTubes and like podcasts coming out and like all this stuff. I was like, oh my God. And you could follow it because they didn't give a fuck. They were just- They did not give a fuck. (laughs) There was no like, let's rein her in a little bit. There was no like, let's censor some stuff. Let's put, it was raw. It was real. It was everything yeah I thought that was so interesting to follow because I was like you never see this like celebrity scandals they cover shit up they don't publish everything they edit stuff out and I felt like with this it was pretty much all on the table for us and like we got to just see everything which I thought was cool yeah no I totally agree and like we got to see both sides completely, yeah. which I feel like is super rare for a celeb feud because usually yeah. you see heavily more one side. Right. And it kept going. I mean, because we had the YouTube videos and then all the articles and then, you know, Alex Cooper came out with it pretty soon. But then, you know, months later, Sophia resurrected herself mm-hmm. and then brought it up again. It was mm-hmm. never ending. No, it was awesome. I like lived for it. Yeah. Did you see that she... Alex Cooper moved to LA. I did. I'm excited for her. I think LA will be good for her. Yeah, she seems to like I feel like she fits in well there. Not to, Yeah. Not that that's like an insult or a compliment. I just feel like she's that vibe. And also I'm pretty sure that new guy that she's like dating. Yes. And too. that was my next thing. I'm pretty sure she's dating someone that lives in LA, so that's why she moved there. She's just not like fully saying it. I'm kind of upset though because I listened to her one episode and it was about like all the guys she's kind of talking to and there was the one guy door number three and like she was like I'm gonna marry him I'm just not ready right now but like he will be my husband and now she's dating this other fucking guy and I feel like he's ruining it for door number three and I'm very angry no I get that and like if she's moving across the country to probably move in with this guy what's door number three like what's happening there i don't know he needs to like step up well i think she's living with her friend lauren right now oh you're right you're right yeah but but still he needs to step up door number three yeah yes he. if you're listening step up step it up (laughs) so that was good okay so my craziest scandal to follow not as in depth of a scandal i guess as call her daddy but Mm -hmm. the demi and Max, ex-fiance, biggest loser, that breakup mm-hmm. was crazy. Like, it was just, like, the most bizarre thing ever. Because, like, they got engaged so fast, and we covered that, and we were so happy for her. And then the breakup happened, and we were like, what? And then he <laughs> wouldn't die. And it was just, like, we had to talk about it, not because we wanted to give him, you know, give him the spotlight, but because it was pathetic, and we couldn't stop laughing about this child oh yeah i would fully agree that one was that was a roller coaster i've got whiplash very quick roller coaster yeah but a good roller coaster yeah oh my god it just i remember we would like see updates of like him crying on the beach and we would send it to each other like crying hysterically just being like this is so stupid like grow up dude and when he unfollowed everybody on Instagram, I was like, Are you yes. Kidding? And he, yeah. Yes. And then when she like 
I don't know if she did like the People's Choice Awards or something. And then he commented and he was like, stop trying to use me for clout. And it's like, you must be joking. Like you must, you know, you were dating an engaged to Demi Lovato, right? Like she wasn't engaged to you. You were engaged to her. Let's get that straight. Yeah. Idiot. Well, that was a good one. I thoroughly enjoyed both of those scandals to follow. Me too. Um, what was the best feel good story of the year you think? So for me, I guess it was like a bunch in one, but I just felt like anything that was in support of the health care workers this year, I felt like really showed like the good side of like our society and our country, mm. you know, whether it was the 7 PM clap that was happening in New York or like other cities or like all these like you know, videos that were done to like thank the healthcare workers or just like the healthcare workers, you know, posting and, you know, spreading like actually valid facts and like anything with like that, like, I guess this is also just my opportunity to thank all of the healthcare workers because yeah. they deserve the spotlight and they are the heroes of the year, I think. Yeah, I would agree. I think that was a good one. Yeah. How about you? So remember back in like the beginning of quarantine, John Krasinski started that like news channel, Some Good News. Mm-hmm. So basically mine is everything that was on that. That was so good. I know. I feel like nothing came from it though. Like he sold it to that network and then I've heard nothing. I know. Kind of Which stinks. Is ex- that's exactly what I said was going to happen and that's exactly why I was pissed that he was doing that. Yeah. Because it's like, if you wanted to sell it to a bigger platform and you were just going to make money from it but kept doing it, okay. Right. But now it's like, you're not even doing it. So what, right. what happened? It seems like it went into development. And when things go into development in, such, in like that large capacity, then they just like, they make things too complicated and it can never get like greenlit. So stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That just really like annoyed me. But there were so many good stories on there. I don't, even, I don't really remember all of them because it was such a long time ago. Yeah. But. Those made me happy to watch. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is best TV show or movie of 2020. And obviously this is difficult to mm-hmm. answer because that's all I did this Same. year. Um, but I had to give the prize to The Queen's Gambit because I feel like I mostly watched reality and comedy because I just like my attention span wasn't there for dramas or those types of shows. Right. And Queen's Gambit was so good. It just grabbed me from the beginning and it was like such a good watch. And I missed watching like a show like that that was just like so well done and so yeah. like so I gotta give them the prize. I would I, I think that was a good one as well. I just actually watched it for a second time with Emily. The day after Christmas, that's all we did. We sat on the couch as a family and watched the Queen's Gambit. And I pushed my brother was like wanted to get into it because he is something on the chess team like the coach was he the moderator or something whatever it's called of the chess team for your school and i was like all right like this is a great movie it doesn't teach you anything about chess but it's like it's about inspires you (laughs) yeah so if you need some inspo and then like he got into it and then we all just kind of started watching it and like yeah i would agree that was it was really good i watched it twice so i like loved it yeah um but I would have to say my overall best, and I guess this is kind of cheating because technically it wasn't just in 2020, um, but it would be Shit's Creek. I, I just mean, love the- Blida. 
right like the finale technically was in 2020 so i'm counting that towards the whole show that counts being in 2020 thank you um yeah that show just i mean it's one of my all-time favorites i think same it was amazing from beginning to end i don't have one bad thing to say about it and i never will yeah they wrapped it up so great like Still bummed it's over, but they finished it off in such a, a good way that I felt like I got closure, which is rare. Yeah, so. me too. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's so sad because I wish they went on for like 11 more seasons because I would have watched every single one. 100%. But it was kind of a story that was like running out. Of, you know, there's only yeah. so much they could do. Yeah. You either would have so. had to make like a big change happen or end it. Yeah. So I thought so. it was well done i get that yeah okay so second to last category is best song slash album okay t you go first even though i i know what you're gonna say (laughs) well kenny chesney released an album called here and now back in the beginning of 2020 so obviously that would be my favorite album for the whole year um it's super super unfortunate because there were so many songs on that album that I was like, this he's going to perform this in concert. This is going to be the opening song in his show over the summer. And his concerts were canceled. And yeah. I hated every minute of it. So, Yeah, I miss concerts so much. It's like, so disgusting. weird to go so long yeah. without a sh- going to a show. Um, I feel like the last one we were at was Tortuga. No, we went to see him, Midland. Midland, yeah. I think that was Midland was the last one. show we were at. Yeah. That was in January? Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Oh, depressed. Depressed. What's yours? So mine is obviously folklore. And it's hard because I – I mean, music saved my 2020. There's so, so much good music that came out this year once people figured out how to just, like, record at home and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, folklore was a surprise and – I mean, the music, like, I just, like, love the songs. It's, like, such a different vibe. It's such a chill vibe. Like, I listen to the album all the time when I work. And um, Taylor Swift killed it. And I thank her because it was just what I needed. I would agree for you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. What do you think was our best podcast moment for the whole, what is it, eight months that we've been doing this? Yes. Um... I mean, every moment is a good moment with you. Retweet. (laughs) But I would have to say maybe like a moment that I would like flex on or I'm proud of us for is when we DM'd Peter from Vanderpump Rules and he answered and Mm -hmm. he came on our show and talked about Vanderpump and himself and Sir. That was just like really cool. Like I just felt like that was a moment that, you know, really showed that like we were moving up, I guess, in a way, mm-hmm. and we were, you know, determined to, like, continue to do so. So that was just a very, very cool interview to get. And, like, yeah. I really hope in 2021 more people will answer our DMs. Joe from The Bachelor <laughs> at I am talking to you. <laughs> I'm still – I know. He hasn't seen it yet, though, so it's fine. <sighs> when he's, like, old news in a few weeks, maybe he'll read it. Maybe if he's bored. Yeah. But he is a doctor, so I don't think he really gets bored. Damn it. Okay. Damn it. How about you? 
Well, mine was, so one of our episodes um, randomly just blew up and like broke all of our records and it helped us kind of like gain more traction and stuff like that. So I think that would be mine, just like watching our podcast kind of grow and like how one episode helped us out so much, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it is crazy. Tina and I are very hard on ourselves with how our podcast does each episode. But at the end of the day, when we look back to how we were when we started in April and to Mm -hmm. see how we are now, like, we should be proud. And we also have to thank all of you guys for, like, listening to us and supporting us and following us on socials. Like, this has definitely saved our 2020 for sure. Like, it's given us something to look forward to every, every week because we we can't see each other like as much as we obviously would, which is every right. day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also like, we just love that we have people that like have fun with us and like what we talk about and, you know, have been along for the ride. Yeah. And it's been a pretty wild ride at that. Hopefully 2021 will be better. Hopefully I agree. More wine in 2021. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of more wine in 2021. We demand everyone to have a bottle of wine before we hit 2021. That is the good luck we need. We mm-hmm. hope everyone has a safe and amazing new year. And we will talk to you guys in 2021. But for now, I am Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And I just want you all to stay hydrated. And drink lots of wine and champagne. You earned it. Bye, guys. Bye.